I've always liked the idea of having my own podcast. So I recently came across one of Gary's uh, Facebook videos and he was talking about uh, this new app called Anchor which lets you create a podcast and uh, to be very honest I think I've always liked the idea of having my own podcast. So this looks pretty interesting. Checking this out. Pretty cool. Also, uh, if you don't know who Gary is, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a pretty pretty popular guy. Check him out. He's uh, he's there on most of social media platforms and yeah, pretty interesting guy. So basically what we were just talking about is absolute truth. Is there a thing as absolute truths or is everything just your opinion? So so one thing which I think is really interesting here is that the things that we just discussed, right? The fact that we think that the the ratio between the diameter and the con- the circumference of a circle will always come to five. Uh that's a and that's that that's how we can say that you know that, that this thing is absolute truth. Another concept that I want to bring into the discussion is the fact that there is a very popular thing that I think this sort of makes sense as well, which is uh, that our idea or what an absolute truth means to us comes from a place of measurement. It's only after when we can sort for certainly measure certain things we can say okay this is an absolute truth because we can measure it and every time we measure it, this is the thing which happens. And I think it's somewhat the other way. I would say that the entire scientific pursuit is is in that sense that you want to measure. I mean, it it the 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 scientific way to put it is that it does exist, but as a probability, and it right. and it flips between being a wave and a particle, and at at that small level, if you start measuring anything, <coughs> you end up distorting it anyway. So that's where this whole anomaly comes from. It's not that the thing is being observed changes it. It's just that the medium you observe it with. 
because we observe everything with light and light itself is like this quantum of energy so if you throw it at an electron it it changes it anyways because you you're you're observing it with light if there was a way of observing it without just beaming it up with a bunch of so photons no, no. you could have a situation where you're observing it without disturbing it So when it's observation, because what, whatever I have understood about the experiment is that you actually observe it through an electron, through an electron microscope, if you need to be right. So basically, through an electron microscope, observe it. And what if that you sort of have like a recording of that thing going on and you're actually looking at it? Like how does this thing play out actually? So basically, the double split experiment is a demonstration that light and matter can display characteristics of both classically defined waves and particles. Yes. Combine into a single wave. Changes in the path lengths of both waves result in a phase shift, creating an interference pattern. In a basic version of this experiment, a coherent light source, such as laser beam, illuminates a plate pierced by two parallel slits, and the light passing through the slits is observed on the screen behind the plate. The wave nature of light causes the light waves passing through the two slits to interfere, producing bright and dark bands on the screen. A result that would completely not be expected if light consisted of just classical particles. So that's where the whole anomaly comes from. However, the light is always found to be absorbed at a screen at discrete discrete points as individual particles, not waves. The interference pattern appearing via the varying density of these particles hit on the screen. So there's a duality. And I that's where it's coming. Yeah, like, one thing that's very interesting is that when would you say that this change happens? When does when does this change happen? So in this sense, you could say that uh, there's no absolute truth when it comes to electron. It could be a wave, or it could so, be a particle, so or it could actually not exist at all. It could just be a probability, so a probability does, cloud. When does this differentiation happen? Like when would you say that it acts as a? So there's this idea like what I've understood is. When you observe it, one of the slits is, is when it changes its scope, right? When you know, uh, even if you're not observing it, even if you're just, uh, even if you just, even if it's just happening without any light source in presence, the double slit experiment still holds. It's just, it's just the patterns no on the screen still. Source. Huh? No light source. Yeah, even if it happens in a closed room, yeah. it's still, it still, it holds. So, will it, will it, in a dark room, yeah. will, will you, you know see the double slit pattern You will see an interference pattern. And when you're in the light, you basically see the, 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 the two, two slit lines. The same thing. When will you light. see two straight lines? Two straight line is the expected oh, result. It's not just two, it's too dominant. just concerns with throwing a wave uh, nature thing whether it is just laser beam or electrons uh, at a double slit experiment so it behaves like waves and particles at the same time when does it, behave like it does behave like a particle in the sense that it produces uh, this pattern on the screen when does it produce two straight the light is found to be absorbed at the screen so light is getting absorbed at the screen in discrete points as individual pattern, as individual particles. But at the same time, 
there are bright and dark bands not two lines basically bands on the screen which is only possible if it was a wave you are throwing a wave at it so agar tu ye pani mein karta if you do this in water and there are two slits so it's it's obvious that a water wave will produce this thing on the back screen so what like crest and trues let's let's find a source for this because yes. from from I what i you, from uh, what i, uh, I read on wikipedia idea that consciousness can somehow exist away from the material that consists the brain and even linger after that material is long gone pattern lines of patterns So it behaves both like a particle and wave. Fruits. After an hour of this, the same interference pattern. 
Oh, you love food. What kind of food would you like right now? Anything? It's one of them Indian dish. Have you ever Indian dishes? No. So what do you have? Like bacon and cheese on the side? Okay, for, for those of you guys who are just listening to this, so this this is an amazing video by this guy called Dr. Quantum. And he talks, like he walks you through the whole double slit experiment, like down to like the very basic uh, animation. So this is where it fucks up, okay? This is where like I was The point of three minutes, 30 seconds. So, so let's just like reiterate what we established so far. So what's happening is initially when they had like one slit and electron was going to go through, naturally you see one single left. So they were like, cool, it's a part of it. Then when you have two slits, two uh, slits, they just define different patterns. So you're like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? How the fuck you have an interface pattern? Because it's not a wave, it's actually particles. So initially they thought that maybe each of the particles bouncing off each other and again, therefore they get distracted in this unit, therefore this is happening. So they were like, that's what we do. They just take it like a game. Like, so they started like throwing and both of those fish individually. So they were like, yeah, now there shouldn't be an independence pattern. Like either it should go here, or either it should go here, or either it shouldn't go. But they realized that even though they were going individually, there was an independence pattern which was being created. And that was cre- being created uh, uh, discreetly. Every time an electron is being go- is going, it will go to somewhere, okay? And then they realized that, you know, after, after a few of the electrons that they emitted, Every electron had a probability of going somewhere, and they put every, the, they put most of the probabilities were actually in the center, so they had the equal band, and then there were fewer probabilities of being outskirts. So they were like, oh, so that's how they realized. But this is actually pretty fucked up. Fucked up, and I just like put it very simply, but what's actually happening is that you know, it exists as a possibility, and that retains that possible nature of it throughout the entire period. And there's more. Now it's a bit weird. So they were like, let's just like, observe it through going to another street, let's just see what's fucking happening at that slit. And this blows my mind. Okay, and, and I tell you something really awesome, okay, there's something really like, you 
can be said for a lot of things so, i mean so, so things i mean yeah i mean when you say when you, when you say enlightened like it's very abstract so, so yeah, i mean let's let's talk about something which actually can be measured and you can actually put you can actually measure it without actually being imperialistic about it side because it's hard to like really believe that i mean you have a source for that i mean let's 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 uh, get down to the the facts like what we know for facts right we started with a good question which was is there is there just opinions or is there a thing like absolute truths and what are these absolute truths so so and and then we explored this idea that uh, there is absolute truths are questionable because even if you get down to quantum real things start getting weird with electrons and all these things and then there are these things like uh, language of nature that is mathematics you can explain nature in terms of maths and yes. come 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 to these conclusions yes. so, which is which which almost is universal like let's just say yes. you draw any circle how big how small mm-hmm. and you divide the circumference with its diameter yes. and you always you will always come up 
with the same ratio, the yes. same number. Yes. And this number shows up in so many places yes. in nature. Yes. You would, you would, you could not save yourself from believing that whoever yes. came up with the design of nature was had put these things into the code, into the source code of nature itself. Yes. So if you if you look at it in this way, it's just a matter of looking at things as absolute truths versus opinions. Yes, perfect. So I think, I think that's, that's actually very, I think it is that whatever you can, I mean, how we said this thing in India, you know, there is this sort of sort of absoluteness, which is there. And, and, I, and, and I think that we, I, I definitely appreciate the fact that we nature. So, so the, the, the way I understand fire, if you look at like the entire, uh, uh, the, the golden nature and everything that is, so there is this thing that, you know, when, when things are manifesting in the physical thing, Nature, when we say like our understanding of nature is the planet, it's like everything in the nature, has, everything is physical that we can see. So there is a certain sense of whenever something is manifesting into the physical realm, it is guided by a certain some of these like universal laws that exist for the physical. There is the gravitation is one of them. Okay, and I, I could definitely could definitely make an argument for the fact that you know like every time whenever something is manifested in the physical, gravity obviously played like an integral aspect of it. So when you have some of these fundamental forces. Planck's constant, Planck's gravitational so, yes. constant. So these, these things are, are like baked yes. into the source code of nature. So, so, exactly. So, that's absolutely true because all of these things, like they represent the fact that, you know, when, some, when something is physically manifested, in some way the, the central essence structure of these physical manifestations is still yeah. by, you look at, you look at uh, electrons, you know, the structure of electrons is very similar to the structure of the universe. Uh, so your structure of the mind, brain is very similar to the structure of your 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 entire spinal structure is very similar to the structure of the of the of the, of the, of the plants. You know, you, there's this there's a certain sense of like really strong correlation between the microcosm and the macrocosm, and and there are fundamental things that you find across across uh, you know structurally you find it across uh, you know across the creation. So I definitely I I I want I want to be like I definitely want to the point when we say that whenever the physical creation or the creation we talk about. You know, there is, a, there is a certain sense of like absolute with the way these things have happened in the physical Yeah, there. I mean, it and just it just looks like there has to be in yeah, some way. Exactly. But again, the because idea of absolute truth just goes against uh, uh, like a force. It just goes against the idea of nature. It does not. No. So because some things are so spooky. So I think this is what's happening. So I think that the, the pivot or the most enlightening part of this conversation comes. That everything that we talked about, you know, there is this thing that we are assuming, the presumption that we have had is that our, our notion of reality is being synonymized with nature. We think nature is the reality. Which we think that mm-hmm. everything is nature and everything is nature means of course whatever is happening, everything is following this absolute truth, this absolute truth. So but, if, if, re- if nature is not reality, then what is? So that's what I'm saying, no. So the, 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 one, of the, one of the interesting things that I'm thinking sort of I have been thinking about is that nature like like we just discussed right nature is what on a fundamental level between electrons electrons and vapor you know and all that jazz so nature when you talk about electrons electrons itself we have definitely when we observe them right so there is definitely and when we say nature we talk about the third dimensional physical reality right that's what we say hmm. when you say nature so there is and then what we proved that the, the physicality or the third dimensionality of this entire existence the one I would say that they just say that okay right now we think that the third dimensionality is existing Second thing could be, let's just say, what we don't know what existence is. Right now, we know that this third dimensionality, physicality exists. Okay. So, so far, what we think, Abhita, what needs to happen, and this is the pivotal moment where we think that, where I would say that, you know, the switch from uh, your, uh, the physicality to non-physicality, the, the, the desire for it begins, is when you realize, yeah, Abhita, we have just realized that physicality is all that there is, which is why we, we relate physicality to reality. We think that physicality is reality. And therefore, everything that we think, because in some physicality there is an absolute truth, then that absolute truth must also translate to everything that is out there. Now, what we just read with this experiment, which you realize is that there is certain correlation between the reality that behaves differently when we say observation. And so far, our perception of reality has been like we just perceive the reality with the third dimensionality. Right? So, wouldn't you argue? That so far we've just perceived the reality to be existing like the two bands always, because we've always been observing it. You know, we've always had this perception. If that it. if that were to be true, yes, then then you could make a solid argument for parallelism. Like it's not just one reality we're living in. Yes, it's parallel realities. Yes, and in each reality you could have absolute truths, yes. which exist 
only within the bounds of that reality and outside of it is something else but then again when you when you go back to the double slit experiment and the electron because that's happening within one reality then how do you explain that so exactly what thing which is i am saying here what is happening in the reality is what we can actually measure and we can understand everything that the, the power stuff which is which is why like quantum i think the sadhguru talked about it that you know science has just come to that point which is when in humanity in general when we just like touch that wall we like okay you know we knew to hear everything we like 100% sure that guys this is the reality this is physicality now oh my god something is happening guys that's the whole point of science start happening something is just happening you know something's like oh my god something's new you know we don't know what it is we don't know how it's happening and there's no way that we can actually measure it what we can do that's true with like everything that quantum even we made quantum computers but we have no idea how they work right we just know the physical ramifications of how they work we know that if we do certain things this will happen how that's happening we have absolutely no clue we just know that we know that something i, I do agree i mean even scientific community agrees that yes. it doesn't have all the answers yes. there are some things which science cannot explain and i think scientific community of all communities is very very accepting acceptable of that fact is very open to that fact yes. and i think that's the way of science science the scientific way of finding things out is that first of all agreeing that you don't know you don't know shit yes. then you do a bunch of experiments so before yes. before that you make a hypothesis exactly. oh you like hmm, maybe it's this way and then you do a bunch of experiments yes. to either prove or disprove Yes. your hypothesis yes. so that's the yes. scientific way that's perfect now one thing which you miss is that we talk about experimentation what we essentially that we do is observation measurement and observation <coughs> that can you actually observe this thing happening in the real life of and course you can observe through the physical sense okay this is amazing okay this idea like i tell it is a meditation the second and you're like going away which is that what you can observe you can observe through your physical sense there's no other way for us to observe it and there is this another idea that physical the observation of physical senses itself is actually it's, it's really like it's, it's, there's more to it than the actual imagine why i give you example so we cannot physical senses cannot measure absoluteness okay physical senses can only measure something in relation i'll give you example for example like we have no way of like are there two things actually okay one, i think one of them is the relative thing that you know when we uh, we um uh, uh like let's talk about the other one first okay which is that you know we think about Yeah, it's actually neurons in your brain getting triggered. So you could make an argument that it is all in your brain. It's all in the brain, exactly. So the the one thing, not even the brain. I say the brain. What's happening? Your brain is a physical thing. Everything that's happening in your brain is leading to some sort of experience. But you say your brain is physical thing, but could it could it not be possible? Is that brain is just a construct of your brain itself? like so, your mind is making you believe that there is this thing called brain which yeah. is made up of so, tissues and squishy yeah, so things see, it could just thing. be a construct imaginary construct as so, well so see this is the thing i think that this the fundamental the place that this on this point is coming from is coming from the fact that we think that the physical might not be physical but it's like it feels physical but it might not be physical the point is i want to say maybe it is physical okay let's say it is this is the way physical is you know but this is not like this is the way physical will experience like what are we searching for like the ideas of non physicality comes from the point that maybe like you know we wake up and then we come to new reality maybe that's not it you know maybe physicality is this you know and then we say here this like let's just say that there's no waking up maybe actually there is like there's actually this pure, pure spiritual awakening stuff that actually happens which actually takes you away from maya so maya is the scientific the spiritual word for this matrix okay matrix so you call maya and that's pretty like interesting and i didn't tell you guys but like Perceiving stuff through physicality, even when you like take your brains out and like touch it, this is the way I'm experiencing it because I'm observing it through my physical senses. I'm documenting it in a physical way. I think that this is yeah, yeah. Brains are regarding this is what a brain is. But on a on a fundamental level, on a high level, just say from above this matrix, something is happening. There's like 
high and low dimension with an issue order, but actually they kind of high dimension, uh, things could be different. Right. So one thing which I really want to express is that actually I've updated everything that can everything that can proceed and measurement can be interesting. Because imagine like this is what it is. Imagine like your consciousness creates the physical world and every time you can, your consciousness creates the physical world and there was this time where you know when when the double space experiment proved that yeah, your mind, your observation tries to influence the reality in some way. In a fundamental way. Right? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you say that actually really proves that it just proves that this is the most Experimentable way for you to find that your consciousness has an impact on reality in a, in a more fundamental way of in terms of creation itself. That you're in, it's not literally creating it to be, it doesn't exist. The, the electronic was a way, it, it was not a particle at that point, but just the fact that you observed it or perceived it made it a possibility. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things which just goes against all of your intuition of how you think reality is supposed to work. It's uh, such a out out of this world sort of a thing that it makes you question the very nature of reality itself. Yes. It makes you question whether what you thought was real is is it actually real in first place? Yes. I mean, it it goes against the most basic, the most baseline of reality that you always thought was constant. So that's why that's why this is puzzling. Um, but then again, again, yeah. we we know that it's established that it is mysterious and it is something that we don't know. Yes. But uh, when we when we go out seeking answers to this mystery, it's a mystery. Yes. And of course, uh, at an evolved level, you could explain it somehow. Like in future, we would have answer to this, and I totally believe one that day will come. But the question is, where do you find that answer? Yes. I believe you could arrive at that answer through spiritual way as well as the scientific way. You could arrive at the answer both ways because both ways are basically digging out truth from a bunch of bullshit. Exactly. And You're I think finding that, truth. That's the, 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 the real question you want to ask, which one is the right way? So this is what we talked about and how to make this. But like, it's like you're reaching trying to reach positive infinity when zero is actually infinity. So like you say, like, which is the better way? Which is the better way? Yeah. Um, there is no better way. say when you say experience and you say experience but you also know that the brain the brain plays games with you your experience is basically it uh, is something that the brain plays games with you like we just established that whatever we see whatever we think it might be just the concept of the brain itself think about it so basically what we're saying your experience is a byproduct of the perception the way you experience time is the way you perceive it and, 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 and then there is this thing that he talks about. So this, this is the fundamental. Okay? When I say that, you know, I understand, I understand that they come from experience and point of view. And then again, in whatever way you talk about it, it does come from a fact that somebody would have said, okay, I experienced this thing, I just about this. And you sort of believe in it. Right? So, so the real seeking eventually you are talking about it is the fact that you know, if I experience it, I don't know what it is, but if I can experience it, I also want to experience it. Right? And, and some way, like, there are a lot of other things which happen along the way that you know, makes you want to do this more and more. But the, the thing is that, you know, this is the thing, and this is the other part about it. Yeah, the reason we experience it is about perception. Right now, our perception is limited to our physical senses. 
the curls bone we can only perceive to our physical senses we think that the outside world exists the way it exists and therefore we are not trying to hit a wall the longingness is to actually be to certain senses to become infinite but when you try to achieve it like that, in some ways and in your manifesting anyway that's a different content but you know it's a good is the way it, it manifests into design and those things but fuck that from a scientific perspective we think that you know we we have physical senses we try to see the reality and we want to really know the reality of physical reality like physically the whole thing is that what do we do because the perception is about physical senses one way one way when you talk about spirituality the essence of spirituality is actually go inward so when you go inward what happens is that you lose touch with the physical senses and i think one of the most popular is actually lose touch with the physical senses that's what vipassana is about in some ways every everything you like literally dumps your physical senses down um then you go beyond your physical senses you realize that there are other ways of perceiving life and that's what you know this is you know the idea of third eye comes into picture third eye is essentially a metaphor when your perception translates translates that of the physical perception so you know there's no physical third eye third eye is just a metaphor for the or when your perception is so no level and you want beyond the physical sense and and when you do that so that the hypothetical story that you say is you know that that's really when your perception reaches a point where your perception is beyond the third dimensional perception and then you try to really perceive the higher dimension I mean I mean I I I am of the opinion like I am I am like very open minded about these things that there there just might be this thing of like uh, I mean people talk about out of body experiences and third eye and this. so it's entirely possible that there is something like this and I believe there is a way to reach to it through meditation and through deep sadhana and all that but i i don't think that there is a there is that one way is better way another way is not so better way i think i think truth the journey to truth itself in itself is a journey of pureness i mean you're finding out something which is like true in itself and it's true universally so if you can arrive at it by seeking in i mean that's that's well and good uh i mean but i don't i don't really see a way that you could prove a equation or something by seeking in only ramanujan could do it like he he would just he would, he actually wrote in his diaries that he would have these conversation with gods and goddesses and they would give him answers to his um things he was thinking and they so he arrived at those absolute truths yes. actually seeking inwards So, so that's the only example so there, of what I have of what you just talked about. So there are two things here, right? One is that we talk about absolute truth, we talk about the physical structures of everything. Not the physical structure. Not the physical structure. Mathematics. Mathematics is the language of nature. Language. It's a language. Yeah. It's so it's it's you could you could think of it as like a source code language. It's it's where. in which the whole thing is constructed. It's, so it's, it's not something physical. It's a structure. It's structure not something physical. physical. It's it's like. something which the physical structure is made out of exactly. so is the fabric so, of reality so the physical structure so there's a physicality is to it is structure so language is a structure of communication physics so similarly i would say that mathematics is a structure right like what what is what is what is 2 plus 2 what is 2 two? 2 two doesn't exist two is just a way for us to say okay this is ye hai do do matlab kya hai like two discrete things so two can exist and everything that mathematics is is just like a language just like names it's just like labels Right. In a way, yeah, it's it's that's exactly it's the language of nature. It's language of nature. It's language of physical nature. You know, physical nature has mathematics to it. Maybe you know, it's the complex numbers. Right? We know complex numbers is real, but like it's the same thing, right? So and 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 it's just like even we talk about quantum stuff. We don't know quantum. We just know it's manifestation is a physical thing. What I'm saying is, and the reason Ramanujan could do that, let's just say we talk about all this high system. Like even he didn't, maybe he didn't know what it was. He got it God. Maybe like we don't know how he experienced the experience. We don't know what it was, right? He exactly. So he but wanted so, God, so, but like he, he mentioned that there's something more. I don't know. There's something here. Here more, right? So essentially, there was an idea that maybe like my my understanding would say that maybe he was intuitively connected or something to the other thing because as every human being is actually not physical. Right? You close your eyes, you know you're physical. You're not physical. You know that for sure. No, you know that for sure. Consciousness is not physical. That I think both the father and Adam had a state of consciousness. We know for a fact that you're not physical. Animals don't know that. So let's just say that he arrived at this absolute truth. No, seeking so i mean let's let's put a name to it i'm i'm yes. calling it absolute so, truth okay, right? at, at the, uh, the, the the truth of physicality which is uh, in some way uh, let's let's call it physical absolute truth physical absolute truth 
yeah so so he arrived at it through a way which was totally uh, non conventional to this day and uh, and it's uh, purely for us to take his word on it but let's just say if you want to solve this uh, these things like this mystery of nature uh, i think the scientific way is indeed different than the spiritual way but again scientific way is something which is like building on the shoulder of giants yeah, it it's something it's like a, building on the work thing. it's a linear thing it's a 1 plus 1 plus 1 it's a thing. linear thing yeah yeah so, and now what you're saying is yeah basically think about what is It's just a way of saying you're not sure. You don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a way of pretending that you know it yes. without actually admitting it. Exactly. So you're saying, "Mujhe nahi pata, boss, but mujhe ye pata hai ki itna ho sakta hai, itna nahi ho sakta." Yes. But this, this, yeah. it's like a smart way of saying that you don't know. Yes. And if you think about the entire mathematics, like that, you don't know hmm. shit. The mathematics um, is just labels. Is it talking about labels? So how would you how would you so yeah you know that but but when you when you talk about the physical reality itself yes. mathematics is a great way of understanding Absolutely. it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, so mathematics under what understanding? So understanding, understanding, understanding is understanding is cause and effect. Understanding is cause and effect that that repeat itself. Repeatable, repeatable absolute cause and effect. Yes. So it's not like something you just did now, then you do again, something else happens. Yeah. Mathematics is like Why you do this effect? and you do this this way, and every time you do it, you'll get this effect, yes. and I can prove it. Yes. So that's what mathematics is saying. Exactly. So mathematically, that's what structure. Structure is an absolute thing, right? It's it's a it's a structure. The mathematics is literally the structure of creation, and which is why you often find that a structure is because it's repeatable. It's a repeatable plus plants. Uh, universes, you know, the, the, the planets, galaxies, you know, everything is, is the structure is around it, which is why this idea of like macrocosm, microcosm is the same fucking thing. And, and if you think about fundamental level, the creation is like the same thing. And, 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 and you know, there is this thing that people talk about as on a, on a, so this is another thing, okay, which is, so this is one which, which I want to talk about, which is, which I think we can, so there was this point, this two days last year, just to start, the first thing you might talk about Ramu Rizal. But the road, but the road to really finding out why it's happening, so it goes from what is happening. No, so that's the thing. So I, I think I strongly disagree here because what is happening you can measure in the absolute thing. Let's just say you do. What is care? What is basically everything that's happening on the physical plane? How does it happen? Hmm. You can do that. But do you really know why it's happening? You know. And the reason that you want to ask about why in the first place, and you uh-huh. don't ask that. The reason that you want to ask is why is it happening in the first place? This is the most fundamental thing, yeah, which is why 
I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful question in itself. It's but before, but before, before you actually ask why, you have to attach it to something. No, why this happened? So when you say why something happens, yes. you have to define what that something is. Yes. If you don't understand what that something is, how can you ask why that something? So when you when you when you gave an example of this. Gravity yeah, thing. So, so you're so like, why have, is this apple falling? So, there's so many times that I've had a weak. Generally, I've had the question of why. Like, I don't know why. I don't know what, what why. But I said this why. It's always attached to something. It has to be attached to something. I mean, you're feeling this thing of why. You're curious about something. But that something is defined. That's a necessary prerequisite for the why to exist. I think now we're getting into this yeah. weird wordplay zone. Yes. So, and that's the thing, no, the reason I don't like, so there's another thing called yeah, labels. So there are when you actually go, when, so basically think of labels. Labels is just why questions and answers and all these logical analysis is just labels. Not necessarily. Logic, logic is not, I, I, I won't say that it's labels. Logic, labels are shifty. Labels is something you attach to it and then you can attach to something else. But logic, again, is a branch of mathematics, which again is the language of nature. So you could say literature and the literature metaphors, those are labels because those are like always existent perceptions of people and people keep on changing. So those perceptions keep on changing. And hence it's like a always constant moving thing, very slow, like a glacier moving across the city. But logic itself is like, the sun it's like the constant it's like always out there it's for constant for the physicality for the physicality yeah we're yes. talking about the physicality so, so that's the thing physical is constant yeah we can establish this fact physicality is constant why because in some ways but only some aspects of it what not all aspects of physicality are constant there are phys physicalities aspects like it's always changing for example, for example you see around yeah so it's not a constant right the only thing constant about it is its change itself. So the laws of physicality are always. Awesome. Yes. Can I take your power bank? Not really. I'm using it. Yeah. 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 Um, but it has. Okay. Yeah. So you know what happened? You just fucked the podcast. Yeah. So, so the thing is, so basically, I think we can say the fundamental laws of creation, right? So yeah. We haven't figured everything out, but we know the fundamental laws. Yeah. And we know their fundamentality with respect to our perception of the physical. And right? if hmm. you know gravitation is the physical uh, fundamental, is that both the, the two masses attract each other? Yeah. The fundamental way we mathematically say that it's like that, it's like that. That's the huh. way we can say about it. But what is gravitation? We don't know. So basically, we know that the fundamental... We, we don't know where it comes from. Where it comes from. Yeah. Why is it happening? Which is why is it happening? That but we, we can we measure want. the effects so of we it. Can, we can have an absolute why. Yeah. From the physical perception. Yeah. But we cannot have an absolute why. Actually, we don't... I, I would say we don't have it yet. We don't have anything. You tell me one why. You know, there's no why. I mean, uh, my, my understanding is you, you, you no have... Why. You have no why to it because you don't know the original origin of the universe. There is no why exactly. You, they have no, but you have no but why the, tell me answer that you don't have a why for. Why? Just, why just, what? This feeling itself. That's what I'm saying. Why is not So the, this is what I'm saying. The reason you. So when you when every, you say why, you connect it to the whole existence why. Yeah, so so every why leads to existence oh, why. It doesn't lead. Just you can attach to what I'm saying. So this is what's happening. No. Why, why this is book? What is why? Think of it. Why is just a feeling. Why is just like why, right? And then you see like then you try to see why this feeling you attach to is like this fundamentally feeling is is unisexual. Like it does like and yeah. I don't know the word for it, but like it's, it's really something. So it's the why is the fundamental. Like you try to manifest your why from every 
I would say yeah, totally. I agree with this. Like when you when you ask why deeply about anything, I mean you can't really answer it. You can't really make a sense of why chair. Chair. You have the chair, but why? What the fuck is this chair doing here? Is here. So it is. It is a, a paradoxical question to ask in itself. Which is why I'm saying why is a genius thing because why is not why why it's a longing to know. True, true, true. But but would you say uh, would you say is there is there a science or is there a way to find the answer to why? Yes. Yes. So that's the thing. So the how do I know is because I know that I know other people who are like would I know this feeling and this is how I found it. What did I find? You have to find it because I can explain because again. I mean, is it just making peace with that feeling, or is it actually finding the answer? Hmm. So again, again, I mean, if if it's an answer which can only be experienced and not shared, then then is is something that you have to make the journey for it. Yes. You have to be worthy to know the answer in some ways. Worthy. So there's one more path, which is the path of just hedonism, which yes. is the path of just just yes. excessively consuming, excessively exploiting. Yeah. Like this is a path that drunken monks used yes. to pursue. Yes. So this is the path. Agorism in some ways is about consumption in yeah. that way. Yeah. So like there could be multiple paths to it. So, oh, you, so you're saying you you'd classify that hedonism under which one? So, there's a certain aspect. So, basically, uh, there's a certain aspect of like, they put gather of karma, stuff. Karma actually means action. Are you going to action and then action eventually? Oh, it doesn't say it's a positive action or what kind of action so it is. So, it's about, yeah, so there's like no things in that direction. So, basically, they're like, you're reaching that point, you know, so basically, you're realizing the. So, and then, yeah, this is like, yeah. So for for those who don't know about IDO, we just give some uh, background context. And they just like had a longing to be with him. They were like, okay, you know, we just like, we just 
didn't have longing to be with him, and that we sat there for a long time, and then intensity to know just increase and increase and increase. You listen to me, I'm not listening. Yeah, yeah, dude, go on. So the, the, the longing to increase just started like really, they just wanted to, like, I think there was a longing which was there, and then they just sat with him for a while, and then eventually, one day, he opened his eyes, or something like that. And then, you know, they, they were just saying that they wanted to know, you know, there was a seeking nature to them, but then, then there were a few, there were like few things that, you know, we did. So one was, Yeah. And then there was this whole 